The Brian McClanahan Show, episode 330. It's time to think locally and act locally. Welcome to The Brian McClanahan Show. Welcome back to The Brian McClanahan Show. Glad to have you back on the program. Very glad to be here. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Brian McClanahan. Like my Facebook page at Brian McClanahan and subscribe to my YouTube page where you can watch this podcast at Brian McClanahan. You can find all those social media accounts on my webpage, brianmcclanahan.com. That's B-R-I-O-N, mcclanahan.com. While you're there, give me an email address. I'll give you a free ebook, Forgotten Founders, and a free audiobook of the same title read by yours truly. You can support the show by going to mcclanahanacademy.com where it's always free to enroll. You get a free class when you do enroll. And of course, you can purchase one of my classes there which helps support the show. Plus, when you enroll, again, free of charge, and you get that free class, you get the best deals on forthcoming courses and new courses, and I will have another one out within about a week. So you're going to want that. It's going to be an awesome course. I can't wait for you to get it, but you got to be enrolled to get the best deals because if you're not a member, you're going to pay a little more for it. So you want to be a member. You can also support the show by going to brianmcclanahan.com forward slash support. You can throw a few pennies my way, help keep the lights on, help keep the podcasts going. You can get a book plate there. So if you want my autograph on one of my books, you can get a book plate. It's a great way to do that. Also, you can go to the shop tab at brianmcclanahan.com, get my logo on all kinds of cool stuff. You get the Think Locally, Act Locally stickers or logos on all kinds of cool stuff. Lots of great ways to support the show. Go to learntruetruehistory.com. It's a, my affiliate link for Tom Woods Liberty Classroom, another great way to support the show where I teach as well. And, of course, share this podcast on social media. Rate it wherever you get your podcast. Let people know you're thinking locally and acting locally and that you enjoy the program, and that's how we're going to grow the audience. I'm coming to you four times a week now. I've got my fifth time if you watch or listen to the Abbeville Institute podcast. It's five days a week of me. So lots of great ways to get in touch and, of course, send your ideas for the show, whatever you want to do. All right. All that said, I'm going to continue a theme I've talked about in this week because it stirred a lot of conversation, both online and comments and other things, and also people sending me emails. And that has to do with the situation, the current situation in Oregon. But not just that, now that Trump has gone out and said he's going to expand this process to other cities run by, quote, liberal Democrats. Now, this is where people like myself and others get into uh, a sticky situation because in some cases, and I've had people send me this, look, if you're against the, op- the, the actions here, then you're opening the door to the Democrats because you see so many people see things in terms of party or uh, in terms of, you know, left, right. What I, well, the way I look at things is in terms of legal authority. And it's not that I support, look, the rioters in Oregon are a bunch of idiots. Okay? They, are, they are Marxist idiots. I don't support any of them. But the situation in Oregon is for the local police and the idiot mayor and the idiot governor of Oregon to take care of. Not Donald Trump and federal LEOs or troops or whatever you want to call them. It's all semantics because if you look at these individuals, they're dressed up like soldiers out there protecting the courthouse. And I understand 
that the situation there is that these individuals are simply protecting federal property. However, the states and cities also have an obligation to do so, and it is their, prior, it is, it is their prerogative to do so. Now, you could say, well, they're not doing it. One commenter said that they're bordering on treason for not doing this. No, they're not. In fact, spray painting feds get out on the side of the courthouse is a pretty darn good thing. I mean, if people actually think about the districts out in, <laughs> out in the West and how dangerous these federal courts have been for the Constitution of real liberty, I would be all for getting rid of all these district courts and abolishing the entire system. Take out the entire district. Take out the Ninth Circuit. Get rid of it, and you might have an entirely different situation. Remember, if, from a founding perspective, there was a great concern about forming all of these layers of federal courts because it would consume the state courts. So we've got these courts. Now, I know there's the federal enclave doctrine. You've got the idea that these courts and these buildings and arsenals are protected by the federal government, that the federal government can protect these things if they need to from outside forces. I understand all of that. But these individuals are not just standing uh, on the steps of the courthouse. They're, they're venturing out. And you could say, well, they own so much of the property. We saw the courthouse get burned, at least set on fire overnight. I don't think it burned down, but it did get set on fire. I mean, so this stuff is violent and destructive, and I'm not supporting any of that. On the other hand, seeing this stuff, and as people start to see these things, and this is the left showing you who they are, the most violent and destructive force in the history of man needs to be done because that's the only way people are going to wake up and say, you know what? All this stuff that's going on in America right now, this is a bunch of stupidity. I'm not voting for these people anymore. The best situation, though, and I'm going to get into some other, some other stuff here in a second, what Trump has said and expanding this out and how dangerous this is and why I said this needs to, it doesn't need to happen in Oregon because the feds are going to get a taste of it and they're going to expand it. They always do. You've got to stop it. You've got to nip it in the bud. You've got to stop it when it starts. You can't support it because it will expand. But the real situation should have been, look, if we had a real constitution with real federalism, real decentralization, Oregon could have just seceded when Trump was elected. Same thing with Washington State or California. They should just be out of the union. Or they should have regional government. And you know what the problem is? Trump would have no impact. The general government would have no impact in the state of Oregon or California or Washington or any other liberal enclave in America. And they could deal with it themselves. Now, the counter to that the counter argument to that, of course, is you've got people in Oregon, you've got people in Washington, California who don't agree with this stuff. And this is the Bill Bennett doctrine. If one person in those states is against all this stuff, well, I'm sending in the troops. Just one person, I'm going to send in the troops. I thought we believed in self-determination. And if you go back and you look at the founding period, there were many people that didn't want the United States to be independent, the states themselves to be independent. So the British sent in the troops. So that position, the Bill Bennett position, is simply the British position in 1775 and 1776. Are we now monarchists? Because that's essentially what we have is monarchical government in Washington, D.C. As I said, if you allow it in one case, and I made this point when I read Jeff Dice's piece on this, a government powerful enough to take care of you is a government powerful enough to take care of you. 
When you centralize power, this is what you get, and it will never shrink. It will never decrease. So Trump yesterday announces, and I got the email for it because, you know, he sends out emails. You get on the email list there and you get stuff new. President Trump announces actions to restore safety and peace in U.S. cities. Now, this is a political calculation that Trump is making here. He's basing this on Richard Nixon in 1968 and 1972. Nixon was going to be the law and order president. He was going to crush all this leftist discontent in America. But, of course, when Nixon's in office, all he does is appease it, which is why Halderman said, uh, I, can't, I don't understand why these people don't like us. We've, we've done more leftist legislation than they ever did. Well, of course they're not going to like you because they're not the ones in power. It doesn't matter about the legislation. It matters about being in power. Power is important to these people. Power is important to these people And uh, it's an essential component of what they are. They want the power. And when they get it, they'll still pass the same kind of stuff. So the right has to make a decision. You don't appease them. You don't appease them at all. Now you can say, well, then they should send in the troops. They should send in the LEOs and and knock them back. Let them take it and expose their hand. Let the people of Oregon decide they're going to put down some of the stuff. And if they don't, again, if we had real decentralization, then they could, they could just leave, which is the real solution here. Not more central authority trying to take stuff out. Now, again, Trump, I get back to Trump and what he said in an email. It says, this afternoon, President Trump announced the expansion of Operation Legend, interagency law enforcement effort led by the Department of Justice and named after... Uh, named after legend, I guess. Its purpose is to quell the unacceptable levels of recent violence in U.S. cities. My first duty as president is to protect the American people. And today I'm taking action to fulfill that sacred obligation, President Trump said. His first duty of president is to protect the American people. No, his first duty of president, as according to the oath of office, is to preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States. And he's not doing that with this legislation. Now, or with this initiative. He said Attorney General Bill Barr announced the creation of Operation Legend fewer than 10 days after Legend's heartbreaking death. The Justice Department is now surging over 200 federal law enforcement officers to Kansas City to help curb the kind of senseless violence that took the young boy's life. The president announced today that the operation will expand in Chicago and Albuquerque. Over the next three weeks, the Justice Department plans to further expand the initiative into Cleveland, Detroit, and Milwaukee. In Chicago, for example, more than 300 federal law enforcement personnel will work with state and local police to help apprehend violent criminals. Just yesterday, another mass shooting in Chicago injured 15 people outside a funeral service. More than $61 million will be provided by the Justice Department to hire hundreds of new police officers, and about 200 federal agents and deputy marshals will be permanently reassigned to Operation Legend Cities. Wow. Trump continues, we will never defund the police. We will hire more great police. We want to make law enforcement stronger, not weaker. What cities are doing is absolute insanity. Well, look, <laughs> this, this is a political calculation. But where is it? Now, if you go back to the original Constitution, it was argued over and over again that the general government would not have any police powers whatsoever. But now we're getting 200 federal agents, 300 federal law enforcement agents. I mean, where are these people coming from constitutionally? And if you have central authority like this, you're going to create... A nasty situation. Again, Oregon is the first step. It'll be sent out. Now, of course, obviously, we've had 
LEOs, federal law enforcement officers in Kansas City. Were they asked? Did the governor of Missouri say, will you send in these police? Will you send in the troops to help us out here? I don't know. Did the legislature ask him to do that? Because the legislature, of course, has to do this. Article 4 issue. Did the legislature ask to do that? Or did the governor just take... Or did Trump just say we're doing it? It's probably the latter. The Trump just said we're going to do it. The attorney general said we're going to do it. Now, I'm sure there's some legal... Legalese are going to get around this and say, oh, yeah, we have some of this and this, da, da, da. No. These are all unconstitutional actions. When you send in troops to a city or LEOs or marshals or whatever you want to call them. Now, if they're enforcing federal law, then okay. I mean, marshals have to enforce federal law. But if they're just doing it because, well, they're going to enforce... I mean, murder is already, a, a, it's already illegal in the state of, of Illinois. I mean, um, I don't have to look this up, but I'm pretty sure it is, right? Uh, I'm sure that rioting is already illegal in the state of, of Oregon and in the city of Portland. I'm sure it's illegal. I'm sure that vandalism, disorderly conduct, all of these things are already illegal. Why do you need federal officers... To go in, and why would you want that to begin with? Because what you are doing is opening up a future president to go in and abuse power. Now, I had a friend of mine on Twitter say, Oh, this is going to establish a dangerous precedent if Trump does this. Republicans will rue the day when they do this because the Democrats will do the exact same thing, essentially. Well, we can go all the way back to George Washington. This is one of my main points in nine presidents who screwed up America. George Washington did this illegally sent troops into western Pennsylvania and crushed a tax revolt. Without the permission of the governor or the state legislature, under the auspices that a Supreme Court justice, James Wilson, said it was okay. You see, that is the first dangerous precedent and where this goes out from there. And I, and I mentioned, you know, Tom Cotton has said, this is just like Fort Sumter. All these Democrats out there rising up. We need Lincoln. We need to go in and crush these people. This is how dangerous Lincoln really is, how Andrew Jackson really is, and of course how George Washington really is in that reaction to this type of stuff. I don't agree with any of it. I don't agree with any of it at all. None of these things should be going on. The law enforcement in Oregon should not back down and let these people riot in their streets. And if the mayor of the city is doing it, well, then the people of Oregon should boot them out of office. The people of Portland should boot them out of office. If the governor of Oregon is this spineless, then the people of Oregon should get rid of him, if that's what they want. But it's not really for the federal government to spend $61 million taxpayer dollars to hire more police officers? Where is the... I mean, I've looked through Article 1, Section 8. I don't see the power of the general government to hire police officers. To provide military surplus to local law enforcement agencies or anything else. This is the problem with all of this. And I know, again, that people on the right get upset with me when I say these things because they're afraid. Move. Right? I mean, this is, this, is the, this is the problem that we have with centralization. Government that does these things 
is a dangerous type of government because you open the door. I mean, again, what happens when Trump is out of office? Is it going to, if it's 2021 or 2025, it really doesn't matter because somebody else is going to come in and abuse power. This is all an abuse of power. You have to stop abuse of power when it begins, even if you agree with it. Even if I said, look, these leftist loons, these goons, these, these arsonists, these thugs, these people need to be stopped. But it's not the job of the federal government to do it. It is the job of local law enforcement to get out there and do it. They all need to be stopped. The left is destructive. The left itself needs to be stopped. And so this is where people, you know, gosh, you know, it's not, we, I know you're, you're speaking against nationalism, but we need it right now with Trump. What happens when Trump's not there? Are you going to say we don't need nationalism anymore? Because what happens if Obama's in office and we have this kind of nationalism and it's being directed at the other side? Do we want nationalism then? You see, nationalism is always the disease. The solution is decentralization, thinking locally and acting locally. It has to be. But this is why, you know, when, when Trump says he's going to send out law enforcement, spend more money on these particular things, it's dangerous. It's dangerous for the future security of the United States. It's dangerous for, dangerous for the future security of the states themselves, of the cities, and for, of course, the Constitution, which Trump takes an oath of office to support and defend and uphold, which he is violating it at the very instance that he does this. Now, I, again, I know this is a political calculation for Donald Trump. It worked well for Nixon in 1968, particularly in 1972. Nixon was elected, re-elected by a crushing landslide in 1972. Why? Because he went in, he got the troops out of Vietnam, which Trump hasn't done yet. We haven't brought the troops home from the Middle East, which he said he was going to do. That would be something that would be monumental for the Trump administration. Trump, of course, talked a big talk about law and order, immigration, these kind of things. We haven't seen as much on that as we should have. Uh, but, I mean, this is hoping that the right, the, the middle class voter, the average middle class voter, which is disgusted by these things, the destruction of monuments, people are disgusted by this stuff. The destruction of monuments, the destruction of history, the assault on property, businesses, we're all, I mean, people are really fed up with this stuff. They know the left is bad. They want it gone. And so what Trump is banking on is that people are going to see this and, and this is Trump's advisors, and they are going to appreciate the federal smackdown because we just want to get the other side. I mean, there's, that's part of the allure of Trump for a lot of people. They're tired of being called names. They're tired of being said they're wrong and they're bad for America. They're deplorables. They're all these things. They're tired of all that stuff. So what they really want to do is beat down the other side politically, not physically. I mean, I'm sure maybe there are some people that want, but politically beat them down knock them out, make it to where they can't get power anymore. But I have something to tell you that's not going to happen. The only way for any of that to happen, the only solution to any of this is more decentralization. It's not, I mean, look, if, if it wasn't for me doing this particular show, I could care less about what happens in Portland, Oregon. Because it's not happening here where I live. And uh, the fact is, what people, what happens in Portland should stay in Portland. Uh, this idea of this is all mine, and I need to control it, and I need to, we need to smack this down here and put this down there and put out this stuff. 
People might consider me to be short-sighted in that. Maybe the revolution would spread out throughout the United States. I don't know, but I, I don't know if it would happen in this way, particularly where I live. Uh, I, I don't see too many of these leftists getting a big inroad uh, into uh, what happens here because it's just not in the culture of this area. Culture matters. All those lefties out there in Oregon, this is something that's been festered and created over time. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a cancer. It's metastasized now in Oregon, and I don't know if you can cut it out. Just let Oregon leave. You cut out the cancer. Bye-bye Oregon. Bye-bye Washington. Bye-bye California. And much of the discontent in the United States is solved. The only thing that would be better is to cut off New York and the rest of New England and let them go too. And now you've got real America. Let those areas go out on their own, and you've got real America left. And guess what? It's going to be a lot different than what you have if you keep those areas in the United States. You see, the peaceful solution to all of this is just to say, all right, you don't like the policies, then leave. We're not going to abuse you. We're not going to send in the troops. We're not going to send in LEOs. We're not going to do any of that. We're going to let you leave. Now, of course, all the people talking about defunding the police, again, those are decisions to be made by the local governments of those cities. We can call them crazy. Well, if you don't like it, guess what? Don't live in those cities. Get the heck out of there and leave it to them. There's other places to go that are nicer. Just don't bring that kind of nasty culture with you. Keep it where you are. Drop it at the gate when you leave and get somewhere else and enjoy where you are and don't try to change it and make it different. Uh, political culture matters. It's what the, When we say culture war, that's really what we're... T I mean, there is other parts of that too, but when you talk about political culture, these things matter. And Trump is following a long line of, of presidents here who have abused power, I mean, without doubt. I mean, people... Trump's not the first, and he won't be the last. But we have to stop this where it begins. And this is why I said what I said about Oregon. And it needs to stop there. And it's not going to. Trump has made it clear. It's not going to. You're going to see federal law enforcement officials in cities around the United States. And that is going to change the relationship between the cities and the general government. I mean irreparably, because you're going to see the damage that this does to the Constitution, to federalism and other things. I mean, this is the real problem. This can be used in all kinds of different ways. And again, when you have idiots like Tom Cotton running around saying this is the next civil war and we're going to have a Lincolnian response to these things, we're going to go in and crush these to center. This is ju they're just the Confederacy. That's the neoconservative nationalist nonsense that we get from the right that is just as dangerous as the Marxists on the left saying we need to have a big government to take care of everybody. It's all the same. It's all big government. And big government, in that particular way, is a threat to liberty and to the original Constitution. All right. Hope you enjoyed this episode of The Brian McClanahan Show. I'll see you next time. See you then. <laughs>